0: Entrepreneurs, moms, and social work students. Lakita Brooks here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Moms Run Podcast. So, because I am following my purpose, my power, and to make profits, I have decided to really, when it comes to my business, to really focus in on on helping social work students in this season. So I recently launched something like the pre-launch of the Social Work Career Mapping course. I still work with entrepreneurs. I still work with moms. But this week, I, it's been really heavy on my heart when I see so many social work students Saying they're not sure what to do. Should they start a business right now? They can't find a field placement. They feel lost. They don't feel they don't have the support they need. So, this podcast episode. Is dedicated to social work students. So if you know you're a social work student, make sure you go to make money and make a Once again, that is make money and make a to see the pre launch bonuses that I'm offering until November. So you better get in now. Cause right now the price is drastically reduced. But once the pre launch is over the price will be increased. So I'm just letting you know. So today we're going to talk about the main three steps social work students must follow to map out their social work career path to make money and make a difference. So just clarifying for you now, with the social work career mapping course, it's a total of eight steps. It is an eight module training and right now during the pre um the pre-launch it's going to include some other stuff we'll talk about the bonuses later but i'm going to give you three of those eight steps today so the first thing is what is your immediate goal so even if you're my regular podcast listener and you're not a social work student i think some of these things could still apply to you because regardless these are i'm gonna give you the three steps but then i'm gonna break them down these are the main three steps what are your immediate goals, right? So no matter what field you're in or what area of study you're in or career, business, whatever it is, what are your immediate goals is number one. Number two is, what are your action steps that's going to help you achieve the immediate goal. So that's number two. And then number three is, What is your plan or what will your plan consist of in order for you to achieve the goals? And with your plan, you're going to actually put down some dates and time. So basically, I've given you the roadmap already. So these are the main three steps, but I always like giving you all stories to make it real like basically from my own experiences so you can see how i guess my life experiences or things that have occurred have occurred in my life how it could be something that you can use in your life so i've already given you the three so those are the three main steps social work students need But like I said, it can be applied to many areas. So starting with number one, what are your immediate goals? So let me tell you, like when I was, when I made that decision to say, you know what, Lakita, Your daughter is three years old right now. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You have these 10 different side hustles. Yes, you can provide for your daughter. Yes, you can pay your bills, but you hate everything you do. Like all of it was legal, but I wasn't like, in my opinion, I wasn't like a business owner back then. Like I had 10 different side hustles. So I did a lot of different things to make money, but I didn't have any purpose and I didn't like any of it. And I was able to be that present parent, to be involved in my daughter's life, to be the homeroom mom, the dance mom, the field trip mom, the car rider mom. So all that stuff was good, but it wasn't enough. Making money and being a present parent just wasn't enough. And I realized I wanted to have purpose. And because of that, in 2008, I decided to, you know, go through foreclosure, did a chapter seven bankruptcy, let my cars be repossessed how in case you don't know the foreclosure let my house go land time shares everything I had I let go now unfortunately with bankruptcy the student loans still hung out so they're still hanging out with me till today 2022 but because of you know me wanting to live a life of purpose and being able to provide financially for my daughter and be a present parent I made the decision to go back to school so when I went back to school I was an adult learner and I had a lot at stake like think about this like I completely started life all over again so for me my immediate goals like once I got it like once I got accepted into the master of social work degree program at Florida State University my immediate goals post graduation like post msw were simply to make so once again my two main goals be a present parent and provide so being able to provide meant i knew i needed to earn over forty thousand dollars so that was one of my immediate goals now i'm going to tell you immediate goals are different than big visions so my big vision was to eventually get my um licensed clinical social work license. My big goal was to eventually go into private practice to do see therapy clients. So those were like big goals, but so we're not focused on the big goals right now i want you to solely focus on the immediate goals because the immediate goals are what's going to support you with getting to the big goals eventually and sometimes when we think about our big goals we get overwhelmed because they seem so daunting they're so gigantic they seem so far away so that's why We might know what our big goals are, but we just kind of park it in the garage. Kind of like if you have a garage at your house, you just put it in the garage and you know, you just never, you never go back to it. Just like I got books from school. Okay. 2009, 2010, still in my garage. I'm thinking I'm going to go back and use them one day. They still sitting up in the garage. But anyways, so that big vision is just sitting up in that. It's sitting in the garage. It's still there. But we're not actually focused on it because we don't want to get overwhelmed and we want to, to make progression. Because remember, progress over perfection with a plan. Like, we want to progress. It We just, we progressing imperfectly, okay? So, focus on that immediate goal. So, the immediate goal in my world was to make over 40000 because I knew once again how much my bills was going to be. And... I don't want to just like pay bills so I needed to still be able to pay for my daughter to go to dance yes (laughs) even when I was a student (laughs) living off of social assistance my daughter still went to dance and she even had a nanny one semester because I couldn't actually go pick her up because the class I needed was in the evening so like literally so I believe in you know um, not being able to make the best of the money I have but I still, me and my daughter still went to the skating rink. We still went to the movie theaters. We still went to music parks. We still took road trips. Now, we wasn't hopping on flights, traveling to the Dominican Republic and believing and all that stuff. That's our life today. But back then, we still did things and went to music parks. So immediate goals, provide financially, which equaled making over 40000 and being the present parent. To be able to be involved in my doors like so those are my those are my immediate goals when i was a master of social work student so what are your immediate goals that's number one number two is what are the action steps that you need to do so then you can achieve your immediate goals so like for me i'll give you an example action steps like i if i say that i want to make over 40 matter of fact I planned to make over 40,000 that meant I had to focus on specific industries and with the social work career mapping pre-launch that I'm offering for social work students I'm going to help you identify different industries that might be a good fit for you that based on how much money you also know that you need to make so in my world it was 40,000 so make sure you go to make money and make a difference.com once again you go to make money and make a difference.com so you can also get that support with identifying industries that would be a good fit based on the salary that you know you need to earn to make a livable wage because there's nothing worse than a broke social worker because when you're a broke social worker you can't help anybody because you're trying to figure out how to pay your own bills and and basically and if you're familiar with maslow's hierarchy of needs you have to focus on getting your physiological needs and your safety needs met for you to really be in a good spot as a social worker. I don't mean great. I don't mean amazing. But just to be in a good spot because you're not worried about your basic living. Because if you can't master and be able to afford your basic living expenses, then you're not going to be any good to your clients and you're going to be burnt out soon you're going to feel overworked you're going to get bitter then you're going to start talking about you're ready to leave the field and the field is horrible and this and that and all and all other bitter social workers and that right there you don't have to do like i've had an amazing career as a social worker and i've never been the burnout overworked underpaid feeling stuck like that's never been my life and that doesn't have to be your life so make sure you get enrolled now during this pre-launch. I'm telling you, make money and make a difference dot com. So my action steps for making over 40,000 was I knew that I had to go into healthcare care related type fields. I had to explore hospitals, the Department of Veterans Affairs, um, home health agencies. Dialysis agency. So those are a few options, right? That would pay over 40,000 in the social work world So when it comes to your Action steps and your goals, what are some action steps you need to do that's going to help you meet those immediate goals? So like I said, my one goal was 40,000. My other goal was To be a present parent. So that also meant not only do I need to target jobs that was going to pay me over forty thousand. I needed to target jobs that was going to allow me to have flexibility with my schedule, which meant that I cannot. And luckily, I've never had to since being a social worker since when I graduated in 2010. I've never had an office job. I've never been stuck in a place where it's like all four walls. So certain places might not have been a good fit. So, yes, hospitals. Might have paid me over 40000 but that would not have been a good fit for me because I need to be able to go and come as I need to. So if my daughter had a field trip. I could go to my daughter's field trip, not request time off, and just handle my business and then work around my time and see my clients. Or if I needed to pick her up from school because she was ill, I needed to be able to just do it. I didn't want to have a job where I had to always request paid time off or sick leave or whatever it might be no i want to just be able to get up go do what i need to do but still turn around and get my job done without anyone knowing so those words so that's part of my action steps is identifying jobs that's going to pay forty thousand and jobs that's going to allow me to have that flexibility because that was important to me so Also, another action step was, well, hey, I've never worked in a social work field. So I identified internships that might be a good fit for me. And what's so funny is that my first internship (laughs) was with a school for girls. And by doing that internship, I quickly realized, okay, Lakita, they're not going to pay enough money. You're going to be stuck in here all day so this is not going to be a good fit for you so it was a great experience and i was still able to use the um the social workers that was there and there was a mental health counselor that was there i was able to use them as references and continue to get their support when i need to apply for different jobs in the future so they came in handy for that so make sure while you're at your field placements or your internships whatever they call it at your school those things that's required for graduation Make sure with those placements, you build relationships and that you really build genuine relationships, not relationships like, oh, I just need them for this and that. No, like actually get to know them. So that's the action step. Getting to know people. Um, also, with um, so with my first internship, I knew, okay, that internship is not going to be a good fit. So by my second internship, I literally, I want to say my internship was not until like maybe the fall semester of 2010, so roughly, what was that, like August of 2010, I literally started talking to my field director in like January of 2010. So hear me clearly. Hear me clearly. I knew because of that first internship, that first placement, my generalist placement, that Working in that type of environment was not a good fit. So I was willing, as Michael Master say, by any means necessary, and I'm going to say that's legal. <laughs> by any means necessary, I was going to get an internship that would put me in a better position in order to get a job within the healthcare field, specifically with the Department of Veterans Affairs. So literally in January, I'm talking to my field director about placements. For January 2010 for August 2010 and she mentioned that the Department of Veterans Affairs had an internship in Augusta, Georgia mind you now I'm living I'm a mom that's single I'm living in Tallahassee, Florida with my daughter. Right, the internship is roughly 288 miles. So I've already moved once. I've moved from Jacksonville, Florida to Tallahassee. I don't know how many miles it is, but it's about a three hour, three and a half hour drive from Jacksonville to Tallahassee. So I made that one move to go to school full time. My daughter was basically she was three, then she turned four. And then now I'm talking about making a second move. And mind you now. 2000 so that meant that I moved in 2009 and I moved in 2010 so I moved twice as a single mom right the first move was to go to school full-time but the second move was solely to get an internship so I tell you if you're not putting a lot of energy into your field placements and being very intentional about that you really need to reconsider because that right there to me is what really made the difference so I actually did the phone interview. Yes, it was a phone interview back then <laughs> in 2010 for that field placement. And I actually got the the position. So an action step for me was basically attain a field placement that's within that's in alignment with the jobs that I desired to have. And I didn't get an immediate job at that particular VA after the internship but once again i was still able to leverage those relationships from my preceptor from other people that worked at the va for references and recommendations on future job applications and then i did eventually start working at the department of veterans affairs around 2012 but it was in jacksonville florida but still All of those experiences helped me build my resume because I didn't have a bachelor's in social work. Like literally, I had no experience in social work, social services, social nothing. Like I had no experience. The only experiences I had were the, the two field placements, period. That's all the experience I had. And those were the experiences that I used in order to get additional opportunities to get my first job at a hospice agency where I did actually make $48,000 because they liked the fact that I did an internship at the VA. So you never know what options or what opportunities might come up for you, but you have to be very intentional. And number three is your execution plan. Like what's going to be the dates, what's going to be the time. So literally get out of your head, take all of those things that you have in your mind, write down your immediate goals, like write them all down and then write down all the action steps required for each of your immediate goals. And then as part of the plan, you're going to write down dates to complete those particular action steps, because that's what's going to make it real once it's on paper. And you don't have to keep using your brain power to hold that information in, right because now it's on paper it's written down and you have a plan so while you're managing going to school doing your papers maybe you're working you can organize your thoughts and organize your schedule in a way where it's going to be feasible for you to still get these different things done so then you can achieve your goals but because you don't want to be stressed you don't want to be overwhelmed you don't want to procrastinate with any of this stuff because all of these things are really important and these are like the main three steps but like i said there's a total of eight steps eight total is eight steps total for the social work career mapping program it's a, I highly highly when i say i highly recommend i highly recommend that you enroll now go to make money and make a i'm doing the pre-launch Right now, I'm offering bonuses because I want as many social work students to get the support they need at an economical price. And right now, the price is $300. $300, that's it. That is it during this pre-launch. But after November, it's going to be in the thousands for what I'm offering. And with the bonus, with these bonus, um, something I talked about bonuses earlier, basically, it's going to be the social work career mapping course. You're going to get the community with other social work students. I'm going to also be in there to support you. And you're going to get career consultations. You're getting all of this. Three core. You're going to get the course, the community, and the career consultations only for $300 and you're going to have access to this for one whole year during the pre-launch and you'll see what the price will be <laughs> after the pre-launch because it shows you but it, it, it marks it out because there's an automatic promo code that's going to show up. So make sure you go to make money and makemoneyandmakeadifference.com, watch the video click the link to go ahead and enroll now so I can support you with mapping out your social work career path so you can make money and make a difference. I went from social assistance to building a sick being a six-figure business owner all because I take my MSW and my LCSW, my licensed clinical social work license, and I'm teaching you the exact steps that I've used to transform my life to where I've always had a great social work career. I have never, I have never been that overworked, underpaid stressed out burnout feeling stuck social that's never been my life and that doesn't have to be your life long as you enroll in the social work career mapping course so make sure you go to make money and make a difference.com i am Lakita brooks i love you all i thank you all and until next sunday at 11 a.m ciao thanks joining me today at the single mom's brunch podcast yes make sure you like share subscribe and uh, tell all the other moms that you know about it and you know what mom i can't let you go without giving you a free gift so make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com once again that is singlemomsbrunch.com to get your free gift i am Lakita brooks and remember, you are not a single mom. You are a mom that is single.